the future of photography. Hello and welcome to the future of photography. This week we're at show number 112 and we are this week going to be delving into photo fads past, present and future. And this week it's just myself and Chris on the line. Hi Chris. Hi Imar, how are you today? I'm not too bad. We're we're just a we're just a duo today. Yeah, we we decided to kick the other ones out and <laughs> do our own thing here. <laughs> They're very busy. So it, it's a really fun topic. Um, I think you might agree. Um, I've had a lot of fun um, searching through, uh, <laughs> trawling through Google um, during the week. Uh, a lot of the ones that we've come up with, um, it's, it's I've wild. never even heard of. <laughs> so so I, I thought I thought we'd, we might try to structure this in a kind of... Uh, uh, a chronological way, but then I'm yes. not sure. So, so we have we have the past, and we we have fads and photo fads that happened in the past. Some that happened pretty recently and today, and then, yeah, there might be some future ones coming up. So that's kind of the idea. Um, let me start with one thing, and that is let me define what a fad is, because uh, there are people listening from all over the world and. Some mm-hmm. might not know what that is. So a fad, I looked it up in Wikipedia. Fads are objects or or behaviors that achieve short-lived popularity but fade away. So things that are like everyone's crazy about them and then they just kind of almost silently disappear. Um, I dug up a couple of examples here um, for the for the older ones, pet rocks in the 70s. That's <laughs> one of those things that I don't quite remember, but... Uh, it jumped I at me when I Googled it. Uh, early 80s, the Chia Pets is another one of those. Were, were those the little um, creatures with the growing hair? Yes, head? exactly. No? The, the yeah, little, yeah, yeah. like, uh, ter- like a potato with hair. A terracotta pot, which had green stuff yeah. going on it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's, not, that's not photography related, but it is fast. Yeah, of course. Yeah, In yeah, the early yeah. 2000s, there was Crazy Frog. Most people will remember that. Uh, but that's luckily pretty much gone. So yes, that's fads, and we had we had uh, photographic fads um, for forever, maybe forever f- from like well, early f- since photography, photography started, right? Yes, yeah, and um, like the Victorians had a particular penchant for all kinds of crazy things, and I think it's generally. Um, uh, agreed that they were a bit nuts in a lot of their um, <laughs> kind of um, traditions and things. Well, for, so, from today's um, perspective, for sure, yeah. yeah absolutely, yeah. But, uh, you know, very creative in many ways, um, you know, even if it is a bit um, on the unusual side. So the one that always struck me the most, and I'd known about this one already, was the post-mortem photography. Oh, yes. Which, if you have a Google of some of those, they are just... Really fascinating. There's there's a website that collects these. The thanatos.net is a website. We'll put this in the show notes. Where they where they use their loved ones and like the the the, the dead loved ones and prop them up and and posed with them when they were dead. Yeah, to make them look alive and like um, apparently they were really expert at like um, manipulating. Um, bodies that had got into rigor mortis already. It's quite, quite macabre and dark. But um, 
Yeah, that was one. And then another one they had was um, for like, you know, obviously this closer shutter speed and all those um, constraints that they had um, when they were trying to take their baby pictures or their pictures of children, obviously to stand still was something really uh, like quite a challenge for the photographer. So um, they used to do things like um, put the mother behind a sheet and like she'd be hidden, but she could kind of still see her. <laughs> They're I, so strange. I've seen that, a black sheet of, over the mother that then holds her baby. And and these hands, disembodied hands, <laughs> grabbing a child. It's like torture almost. Well, that, that is certainly oh. gone. That is certainly gone nowadays. Mm, another really mad one that I found, and I thought it was hilarious, and that like, um, you know, the very, very early days of drone photography, they did a thing called pigeon photography. Um, in which they tried to strap the camera to the pigeon and, the, you know, the pigeon would take aerial shots as it flew around. And uh, they look a bit mad as well. I haven't, and, I haven't seen many good examples coming out of that. There, there are websites that collect those <laughs> and some of them are interesting, but you had no way of controlling where the pigeon exactly. pointed the camera <laughs> and, and the shutter was kind of on a timer that, so that it automatically fired. Yeah. I, think, I think we're better off with the drones these days. You'd have to have one very, very, very well-trained pigeon for that. Um, but definitely much cheaper than a drone. And about my budget level, if I'm honest. Are they cheaper? Um, I mean, oh, drones don't don't eat food every day. So maybe over time. How much would a pigeon eat? I don't know. <laughs> have you ever heard the expression to eat like a bird? <laughs> it's true, yes. <laughs> Couldn't be that much. Um, uh, although cleaning up after a pigeon mightn't be too much fun. But anyway... Uh, Another um, one that I found really interesting and not so much a fad as I suppose it kind of fed into the creativity side of it once I suppose photographers began to get creative with um, their techniques. They, they kind of figured out ways to do things like double exposures and I found this guy who was called William H. Mumler and M- he mum- came up Mumbler? with... Mumbler? No, Mumler, M-U-M-L-E-R. Yeah, no B in it. And he came up with the way of um, producing, like by using the previous plate, uh, when he made the next picture, he would have this kind of ghostly image behind um, the person sitting in the, you know, for the portrait. And instead of sort of using it in any kind of a good way. He decided he'd defraud people, you know, using this technique that he could capture consistently a spirit in any photo he took. So he he conned an awful lot of people out of their money, including Mary Todd Lincoln, who was the widow of the president, President Lincoln. I found one picture of her with him. Yeah, it's really interesting that, I mean, okay, at that time, we're talking... 1860s, right? He was 1861, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so so that was a time when photography was really brand new. It wasn't this yeah. thing that everyone knew about and 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 people it, it was still very new to everyone, so so people didn't know what was possible, how it worked. So it was more of yeah. a more of a dark art and uh, whoever It really was kind of strange kind of an alchemy or something, it, you yes. know, involved with all the chemicals and the you know, the, the whole, and quite dangerous, toxic chemicals as well, you know, weren't they? Yeah. The processes were... And using, you know, and using like something like, like that to, to come up with a, with a, yeah, with a phenomenon that 
was something completely different and is easily explained nowadays. Um, but for mm. most people, that was real. Most people thought, hey, those spirits are real. That's uh, Absolutely. And the Victorians were notorious for their kind of interest in all that occult and spiritualism and everything anyway, weren't they? So, yeah, it just totally fed into the to the time, the zeitgeist, shall we say. <laughs> and, and, if you, um, and if you just enter a Mumler spirit photography, if you enter that into a Google image search, which I have done a lot to research for this, the <laughs> Google image search, it, it, it doesn't really matter what you type in, you will find a whole bunch of weird photos, all yeah. kind of similar. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And the other one from that time that really always caught my imagination was, um, and it wasn't really a fad, but it was, I suppose, a hoax. But it fed directly from that, I suppose, spirit photography thing was the, the Cottingley fairies. I don't know if you heard that I've story. I've become aware of them a few years ago. Yeah. And it's kind of the, I mean, looking at this with uh, with t 2020 eyes, <laughs> it's kind of obvious that that's a big fakery. Uh, oh, yeah, but, isn't it? Yeah, but back yeah. then, I think a lot of people fell for it and found it intriguing. Mm. And I suppose it was the fact that it was two younger, you know, children as well that, or girls, they weren't that young, but, you know, um, kind of captivated the feeling of the time and, you know, the stuff that people were into. So it's crazy, but um, let's, um, uh, if you were to look at present, well, <laughs> the zeitgeist at present, I don't know what one might conclude, to be honest. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I mean, if we look at what's, going on now so so uh, uh but by the way let's stick with the history for just a few more yeah. minutes because um something i'm not sure it's a fad because i don't think it really has gone away but for 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 short times uh, certain camera poses poses in front of the camera have become the 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 kind of go-to thing for a lot of people where mm. i mean today the duck face of course is is a thing i'm not sure it's a fad because i think it's still around yeah. um yeah. back in in uh in second world war times the v sign churchill yeah, with the yeah. v sign that yes. started a trend and a lot of people started doing that um in history we also had fads that i think are more on the product side um i'm especially looking at at Kodak, uh, they tried. Well, they tried to. No, it's not. It's not really a fad. A fad is something that people kind of do voluntarily. But uh, Kodak yeah. had two had two products, two famously failed products that um, I think they tried to make people use and advertise a lot. It's really really spent mm -hmm. a lot of money in 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 TV ads and stuff. And one is their clone of uh, Polaroid, which mm -hmm. I think they sold for under a year and then. People and and then they were they were sued and they couldn't sell it anymore and people were out of luck with their cameras. <laughs> and the second is one that I I remember from my childhood. That's the Kodak disc camera. I remember we had one of those as well. Yeah. So it, it was kind of a cool wow. The the f easy to handle, no futzing with film rolls and stuff, and you ended up uh, having this disc that's like looks like yes. a bit like a ViewMaster yeah. disc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder do they work actually? I never, we never had a Viewmaster, so we never got to <laughs> force one in to see if it. <laughs> Maybe the Viewmaster is also was also a bit of a fad, which which is you had this disc and you had uh, two two Those photos, photos of actually, a stereo the, pair left and right, and then you yeah. look to the 
through the Viewmaster, which was this plastic contraption with two lenses, and you held it against the light and looked at. It's pretty much a little slide viewer that yeah. is made to see stereo images. I'm not sure. Um, I, I do like. I, I'm aware of some of those photos that came from the disc camera uh, being in photo albums in my mother's house. But um, what I always um, I see with them is that they had this, and I don't know if it's something to do with the technique, but or something to do with the camera. But they had this kind of cast to the color in them that was. Um, yellow or orange? Not sure if the color cast. I mean, that's just based on the film that was used. But um, they yeah. the, they were so tiny that I think in enlargements so you could. I mean, they they really pushed the size of the negative there. Yeah, yeah, it, they were tiny. Yeah, and yeah. enlarging them would then possibly cause artifacts if you enlarge them yeah. too much because they were just not made for that. But or yeah, maybe the, it's a case of over time, you know, the paper fade, or it could be many things, couldn't it? But in my head, when I think of the disc camera, I always think of that sort of orangey pink look that they yeah, had. It really depends on kind of the film they put in there. But yeah, so so that is that is long gone. Um, another foot, well, photo film related, movie related fad that it, that is never re this has never really died. Um, is the 3D cinema thing in the 50s. Have you uh, seen these photos of people in a in a theater with these glasses these on? 3D, the paper glasses. Well, yeah. and they used to be yeah. like red, red, uh, blue kind of lenses and black and white. Yeah, and red stuff. on one side and blue on the other. Like the ones that you would have when you were a kid that were just made from cardboard. Yeah, know? exactly those. Uh, and yeah, yeah. and it I don't I don't know. I mean, uh, I've seen 3D movies. Um you had the 3D TVs at, for for one year not too long ago, 3D TVs were the big thing at CES now no one's talking about them anymore. Um, there is still 3D movies in cinemas, but they all, I think most of them come in a 2D version as well, because... Yeah, a I lot know, of people can't deal with the 3D thing. I know. Like, it seems kind of pointless at times. And I know people who, who can't even really see 3D because they have a, an issue with one eye, and it is yeah. really an interesting thing. I, for me, that feels a bit like a fad that's going on. Yeah, it, I do remember from childhood as well, actually, I don't know, like they used to show those really old, maybe Alarl and her, Abbott and Costello actually, particularly um, 3D versions of their uh, movies on really? TV. Yeah, like the the old, and you would ha get Oh, the you, you TV have to guide. have the red, red, blue glasses, yes. Exactly, the TV guide that week might give you the free glasses to watch well, the glasses you know in air quotes i mean a, yeah, a piece you of know, those folded cardboard that, with yeah <laughs> with with a red and a blue and um we thought it was just that was high technology to us back <laughs> <laughs> when we were small and that would be an event like they might maybe do the halloween you know they did a lot of kind of um probably frankenstein type stuff you know and um Another quite, quite fun. another photo related fad, and this is a bit of a high tech thing. Is um, do you remember those holographic photos? Holographic. So they were they were like silvery looking. They they came yeah. up in the eighties and uh, went on for a while. I remember um, this. This was really this made a big impression on me. Um, I. I read uh, National Geographic for a while, like the American edition of it. Someone, uh, a friend in the US 
kind of sent sent it to me every month and it was one of my big prized possessions as a 15 year old and uh, at one of these issues they had the cover be a a hologram which was a hologram of like an eagle or something and you could hold it with if the light was shining on it uh, just the exact right way you could move it left and right and then there ended up being like there were stores where you could buy 3d stuff like holographic 3d stuff and so on i haven't seen any of that lately i'm pretty sure that stuff's still around yeah it, like it probably in kind of market is. stalls and things i would but it has it has kind of left the but it has left my my perception it's not for me yeah, not yeah, 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 yeah. maybe, Actually, maybe i'm blocking uh, it out when i walk past one of those just as you mentioned the national geographic thing um there uh do, do you know if you remember when the pictures came back from the the rover on mars um they brought an edition of of national geographic out that gave you 3d glasses and had all the photos in 3d and you could look at the the images that do you remember that no no, it was I like don't. a special. It was like I think it's around. It's in the house somewhere. I think, but um, yeah, and that was that very thing with the the the, the old fashioned three D glasses in brackets. Um, yeah, it was, uh, interesting. So let's let's move to the present. Um, what are some photographic things? Have you found any? Oh, I found plenty. <laughs> you know. <laughs> There's some really crazy people out there. I think always, you know, from Instagram, looking at Instagram, uh, especially say when it came out first, one of the, you know, that that one where somebody's hands are holding the sun, they're positioned in a or in or a very propping particular up the, way, propping up the, or, or, yeah, the leaning tower, propping up the, <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. That's um, oh, pe people still do this left and right. The beginning of that stuff, but it's getting wackier by the day. I think, isn't it? <laughs> it is getting so crazy, and some of them. Uh, I wouldn't even call them fads anymore. They're more like memes, like really short-lived things that yeah. someone, everyone does. Remember planking? Yeah, I, I had to look that one. Where up, you Chris, would lie across two things and pre pre pretend to be a plank. Those are those are not necessarily photo specific, but they are enabled by people having cameras with them all the time now. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, planking, owling. You, everyone who's listening to this, feel free to put these things into a Google <laughs> image search. Planking, yeah. owling, batmanning. Where, batmanning, batmanning is where, where someone hangs off of a structure on their on the tips of their feet. Um, one, one you brought up was cat breading. That is just... <laughs> <laughs> okay, enter cat breading into yeah. a Google image search and you will see... Uh, just be scrolling for a day. Yeah, cats with them. bread on them, in them, Why? around them. I know my cats would definitely not stand for that kind of treatment. One <laughs> <laughs> uh, from ours, ours neither. Uh, what, uh, the other thing I came across was vadering. And I think this has to do with the uh, resurgence of Star Wars. Vadering okay. again. Just just enter it. You'll have fun for a while. Um, Horace Manning. Uh, Horace Manning. Uh, no, uh, it's, it's again. It's 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 like like faking your head okay. having come off. We're using two people in a photo. Um, cat beard. Another one. You want to Google <laughs> cat beard? Is like people holding cats in front of the mouth, so it looks like it's their mouth. Um. 
something that seems to come more from the from the hipster side is glitter beards. Oh, I've seen that one. That's outrageous. Just like, just enter glitter beards and you'll have <laughs> glitter beards forever. Oh, um, God. And some of the more obscure ones. I think ones. people must have way, way, way too much time on their hands. Or they are having fun with the camera. to do this. Or, or they're, they're having, having fun, fun with, with the, the camera, camera in the pocket. <laughs> um, shoe on head. Don't shoe ask me where this head. comes from, but shoe on head is a thing. And teapotting. No. Yeah, don't ask me where this all comes from. Do you have any other... Uh, no, I'm, I'm probably going paths. back. I was thinking about it and I probably have to go back a little bit. Oh, you know what's kind of new is, is uh, you see everywhere is, um, you know, the kind of AR um, filters that they now have built into all the... Um, yes. The apps and they're, they're getting sort of more elaborate. It began with the bunny ears or the cat nose or the whiskers or whatever and kids love that now and I have great fun with my own daughter um, playing around with those uh, quite a bit and they're, they're, they're getting more elaborate as time goes on like um, and, and more responsive to like you know if you close your eyes your eyes close in the AR if you open them they're open and the sun comes up it's it's they're a lot of fun to play with, I have uh, and, to admit. Uh, and they are, again, they are enabled by, by advances in technology. And exactly. Someone exactly. using that, that the, the face tracking now to, uh, and, and the phones are fast enough to do these things. So it's really interesting what, what came out of this. Another thing that was, I think, a fad for a while is, um, again, uh, kind of powered by advances in technology, and that is selfie drones. So, Drones that that uh, that you carry with you, and then whenever you do something that is fun and you want to share, you just plop that thing in the air, and it will <laughs> will magically take photos of you and so your So, sort of the next iteration of the selfie stick in many ways, maybe. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, if I, I get more distance, and I, I kind of followed this this trend for a while, and uh, what what happened was a pretty consistent. Uh, a pretty consistent pattern that uh, someone made a really, a really engaging video of happy people having drinks with their friends and the drone taking photos of them, um, and then collecting money on Kickstarter for for building that thing. So okay, so so and and people people were flocking to these. We're talking people people throwing millions at these people. And wow. what 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 those videos never showed is that how jerky that video would be, or how loud the drone and how annoying the drone would be, um, and and it's it, and many of these. I mean, there's like I can probably come up with at least five of these uh, selfie drone projects that never came to fruition, that never really mm -hmm. amounted to anything. Um, there's only only recently there is a there's the Skydio thing that. I think we talked about this here in the show. That is that is this uh, artificial intelligence drone that can kind of uh, kind of somewhat intelligently avoid obstacles and follow you around and stuff. But even then, but even then, if I look at my life, it, it, it my life is so boring. I don't <laughs> think not that interesting. Something like this would not <laughs> yeah. really help in any way. It would no. probably make me more conscious of. Of of how uninteresting my life is. <laughs> so selfie like, drones um, is a fad for sure. 
Yeah, and and the new one, the um, slow fee, slow fee. Uh, oh slow yes, fee. slow fees. Yeah. The, the um, which uh, it's not a, I've no. seen too many of, but I haven't tried one yet. <laughs> so slow fee is a is a term that was coined by Apple. I think they even wanted to trademark it, um, which is the, just just marketing BS because they 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 their new iPhones can shoot uh, slow motion on the selfie camera, and so they try to make this a thing. I don't think it's a fad because it uh, it's never amounted to anything. People people. People weren't going crazy about the slow fees, rather the opposite. They were like, yeah, let me try this once and then that's it. Yeah. <laughs> ah. oh, interesting. Why would you want slow-mo on the selfie camera? I, I would I would want it just well, for... Well, could you for, find another application for that? I would want it for kicks and giggles and, and then I would go in front of the phone and <laughs> it would be yeah, really yeah. funny to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So kids would love that again, you see. That that's yeah. that's my excuse for but I have I don't have one of these newfangled iPhones. I'm still in last year's model. No, no. So I just I've realized just there when you said that that I, I wouldn't even be able to try it if I wanted because <laughs> I, have, I don't have I don't I have two more more recent fads that I think are fads and uh, even though they're not completely dead yet, but I've seen them rise and and kind of fade a bit away and one is hdr in mm. photography and and what i mean is the over the top contrast yeah. thing that is like it's like it's like a color explosion in your face um it, i sometimes i sometimes refer to it as clown vomit because it is yeah. really, really it's bad. almost yeah. I, I would sometimes call it visually offensive at least to me <laughs> Um, so that that is a thing. I think a lot of people, when when yeah. the the according software came out and it was possible to do that, to merge several photos into one and then make this yeah make make the contrast as wacky as possible, um, then I, I I think people just had to play with it and some I suppose people, people were are always like really going to push it, it to their yeah people are always going to push things to the. The limit, aren't they? And and don't get me wrong, I don't. I, I do use HDR. I use it. I try to use it Subtly. as tastefully as possible <laughs> yeah. to just enhance some some structures yeah. in the dark and that kind of stuff. But yeah, yeah. So yeah. HDR is one thing. The second thing that again I don't see as much anymore, but it was really really everywhere for a while. Is color key? It's when you have a black and white photo with one thing. Sticking out, yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like that's... the red rose in front of a thing, or a Santa photo with Santa being all red and the rest black and white. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that seems to have faded off a bit because it was huge there for a while, wasn't it? It was. It was everywhere. Don't see quite as much of that anymore now. And uh, <laughs> another recent, well, it's kind of a fad is. Um, do you remember, it's just a few years ago, Lytro. No, no, that's, you'll have to explain that. That's the me. camera that you could f focus the shot after the fact. So you could take a oh. photo and then decide where the focus goes. So if you were, like you had something in the front and something in the back, and you'd, you'd be able to tap on that um, okay. to bring it in focus. And it was a very interesting thing technologically i think the technology itself is there and it's being used um but not in a dedicated camera because camera. It, people ended up like playing with this i i played with one 
Uh, I never bought one, but I played with one at a friend's place. And after three minutes, it was like, yeah, okay. Uh. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't too much fun. It's yeah. So so that at least from a consumer product pers perspective, it was a bit of a fad, I think. Mm. You know, uh, if you were to look at the the fads of today, I, I just don't know what one could conclude from. Well, I, again, I think in in times of the internet and everyone having a camera in their pocket, I yeah, I think many of these fads are more like memes that just come and go. And yeah, they come and go, and everyone jumps on board, and it's, it's almost like a flash mob of uh, photos, and then they're gone again. I mean, if if you say if you today say, do you remember Crazy Frog? Everyone of a certain age will go, yeah, of course. But if you or, or, or groan really loudly. Or, or groan loudly and if if you if you say do you remember glitter beards uh i'd say the majority of people will go huh what uh I, that might be a kind of a memorable one though cat beards now i don't know <laughs> well cat beard i remember several cat beard photos yes i do so i'm in that bubble i think it's it's very bubble centric these days definitely definitely there's there's so many of these things you would never ever ever find unless someone actually probably mentioned them to you unless you live on the internet and i hope nobody does <laughs> so do we do we have any future fads this is the difficult part this is where we go into very muddy murky part. territory yeah it's hard to know isn't it <laughs> yeah so so i don't know i mean one one thing that kind of is current uh, and I think in the future it might be uh, recognized as a fad is um, and, and I googled this and I found this several times like yeah sure that kind of sounds reasonable is uh, is a color scheme that is being used a lot uh, the yeah. orange and teal color scheme yeah, which yeah. which is like it, people say it looks cinematic it looks mm, mm. It, it looks kind of yeah official and it's being used in Hollywood a lot, and you see it on movie posters a lot. Movie posters a lot, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm pretty sure that in in a few years' time, people will look back at the orange and teal phase and go, uh, <laughs> and yeah. Grow. I think that's it, isn't it? When it came out first, everybody kind of thought, oh, wonderful, but then it kind of. I think it's already reached, kind of going it's away. Reached saturation point, <laughs> and then it just. Then it's like a big no-no if, if if you do it ever again, <laughs> you know it'll become kind of be like HDR, just no, sort of, it's yeah. kind of almost a no-no. Uh, another thing, I think I think one thing is not a fad: uh, mirrorless cameras. They are <laughs> they are here to stay, I guess. Looks like it, yeah. Um, even though the the manufacturers now CS is over, and uh, a lot of manufacturers have released. Um, mm. DSLR still, so the the big ones, Nikon, Canon, and so on, they are still releasing new flagships and things. So it, it yeah, the, this is not going. The mirrors are not quite gone forward. yet. Mm. I um, suppose there would have been a point at which people would have said that a phone, a, a phone, or excuse me, a camera in your phone was a fad. But clearly, that's been proven otherwise now, and it's almost becoming. The, um, the, camera is, camera. the camera is your phone's killer app. It yeah, is the thing yeah. that the people buy phones for. Absolutely, so. isn't it? Yeah. And when, when we started with these, the first cameras in a phone, they were like stamp-sized, grainy pictures. 
Yeah, they were dreadful, but people still wanted them, didn't they? Even at the time, yeah. even you thought. Um, I remember getting a Sony phone at one point that was um, kind of, would have been the first, it wasn't a smartphone, it was pre-smartphone, but it would have been the best kind of camera I could find. And Oh my goodness, I thought it was the best thing ever. <laughs> and if you just compare it even to an iPhone 4 now, like the quality of it was oh, it's awful. Horrible, yeah. But, well, but, um, initially, initially, when when digital cameras, uh, when the first uh, the first digital camera had like at zero point zero one megapixels, that was the first one that was made at Kodak, and it recorded the the picture to a cassette tape, and it was slow, and it was big and bulky, and it was more like a concept prototype kind of thing. Mm. And Kodak was, I mean. They were initially kind of interested in the whole digital thing, and um, they some of their people were able to kind of extrapolate from that early prototype to the future and see that this was something that might be getting more and more interesting in the future. Mm. Uh, but then their their film business was so big that and and so um, making so much money that they weren't that able to uh, to go uh, and change. Which is why mm. they went bankrupt after a while. So, Good, like, at least I suppose they couldn't be accused of not trying out new things. Uh, and then, but then there were people that said, "No, that's a fad; it'll go away." I remember that when mm. digital cameras came, and the early ones weren't as good as today's cameras, of course. And people yeah. couldn't see. Some people couldn't see that there would be a development. With, with yeah. many things, people say it's a fad, and then it turns out to it turns out be the opposite. Be, yeah. Mm. So yes, who knows what we're going to expect it's true. in the future. Anyway. Um, Let's not think about it, perhaps. Yeah, and, and you can see it's kind of difficult to come, out, come up with future fads. So It is because it's like, you know, we're at a point where everything's been done almost. You know, it's like, feels like where it, can we it? go from here? But it has to be in the direction of the AR and the AI. And I wonder now with a dedicated camera, you know, like, uh, even as a kid product, I'm giving somebody an amazing idea here, um, with those um, AR features that kids could take photos with. Oh, you, you mean like the rabbit bunny ears built in? To yeah, but like a, a little product, a camera, a, sure. a kid camera, you know, um, which they do, you know, there, there are specific, those, um, I know they're awful, the resolution on them is awful, but it's, um, they're a lovely product um, to, to put in a child's hands about, you know, with controls um, to take the picture. And it's like um, Kitty Zoom, I think. I know my lads had one um, when they were five or six. Um, but you could, you know, take the memory card out and take your pictures off and, you know, put your pictures in an album, print your pictures. And it's a nice way to introduce a child to the, to the world. So who knows? All right. So let's, uh, well, this is, I think, where we put this out to the audience. If you have any ideas about future fads, things that will maybe are here and will be looked at as fads in the future, or maybe you have an idea of what might become a future fad, uh, <laughs> let us know. Go to thefuturephotography.com and uh, contact us. Let's get to the picks of the week. Uh, I want to hear about your one first because Insta360 <laughs> sounds mine is interesting. A, well, mine is mine is a tech one. It's a it's a camera that has 
just uh, just been announced, and it's a 360 camera, um, of which I'm not sure. It, well, the whole 360 photography is is an interesting field, um, mm. but there is a danger of it being a fad. So I'm I'm not sure about this, but it's an intriguing product. It's by Insta360, and it's their One R, which is a modular. 360 slash action camera where you can swap out the camera module and uh, it has a touch screen and it's waterproof to five meters and it has this this um it has this automatic stabilization built in that is really good oh. so you know a camera that shoots 360 and i'm not just saying around i'm saying it shoots a sphere mm. like up down yeah, left, right, yeah, yeah, and so yeah, on yeah, yeah. if you turn that camera if you move it if you if you mm -hmm. rotate it then this the picture stays where it is so it's kind of self-stabilizing and there's a there's attachments where you can put it into a contraption where you can throw it around and um, there's what they have what they call the invisible selfie stick so you have that thing on a stick and it's like a meter or 150 away from you it's like six to eight feet and <clears throat> and in the stitched image because it has to have cameras on all uh -huh. sides like two cameras and it stitches them together and it just takes that out Okay. So it's like the camera is hovering next to you, kind of like a drone. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so it, it is. That's it is interesting, a, isn't it? It is an interesting product um, that, and they have then some AI editing features where it will try to spot. Um, it'll it'll try to spot uh, the certain important things in a photo and focus on those and uh, and so on. Um, yeah, it does sound a little bit faddish, though, if I'm honest. <clears throat> I'm not sure. It sounds like something that would be nice to play with for a day, but, you know, after that. Now, now that have might, exhausted it's Yeah, now that might be true. I'm mm. not sure if it's going to be... Uh, okay, so my, my reasoning why I don't think... Mm. Why I think it has a good chance of not being a fad is that... Um, from all the developments I see, I'm pretty sure in, I don't know, five years from now, um, s same way back then when the iPhone came along and all the phones mm, turned into mm. iPhones all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, and then you didn't have this horrible contraption anymore, but something like a, like a slab of glass. Uh, same like that, I think we will see a transition from... Uh, the handheld stuff to stuff that you wear on your face, like AR glasses, these kind of things. Yeah. And they're bulky right now, but they will come down in size the same way that, that smartphones have come down in thickness and stuff. So I have, I have a suspicion as soon as we have these devices that we're wearing and that will be able to put us into a 360 uh, overlay uh, over the mm -hmm. world, then... Uh, this 360 footage will become something completely different for us. So, yeah, I suppose the whole VR thing and it, it would feed and it's into all that the 360 photography, doesn't it? You know? It's difficult to extrapolate that from what we have now mm. because the development. I think it's impossible to foresee the development and especially the oh speed my goodness, of development. Just had this vision of all these people walking around with a headsets on. <laughs> Well, be even more disconnected. It's a question because they can look at the world and uh, at their virtual world and you at the same time. So, um, 
I'm, mm. I'm, we, we're talking AR headsets where the eyes are not hidden, you know. So yeah. I'm not sure. I, I, again, this is all speculation at this point, mm. but uh, that's what we're here for, for the speculating. Mm. Absolutely. <laughs> huh. So, what's your uh, pick of the week? My pick of the week. My pick of the week is is a picture. I t- we were off on a kind of a, a lovely mountainy ramble, um, just in, in honor of the new year and uh, a nice big walk. And I just it was a really um, quick moment. A photo I took on the phone of my daughter and um, my mother's in the background walking up the hill, and it's like it's it's for the wall. It's I I'm absolutely love it, <laughs> and. Um, I just took it on the regular on the phone, but um, I don't know what uh, made me bring it into Hipstomatic app. And I just put one of my favorite combinations with it um, and always would think in my head, a Hipstomatic image needs to be square. That's just me. I don't, it doesn't, <laughs> but you know, um, in my head it needs to be. And I'm like, I imported it. So already I was cheating because I, I try not to do that. I like to use it, you know, as it is. Um, and also, it's not square, but uh, I'm definitely going to print it and see um, how it turns out because I absolutely love it. And uh, it's well, I, I can't even describe it. It's just, it's just one of those moments that it was the exact right second. I think. Well, and and it, it has it has uh, two people in it that you that are near to you. So that, exactly that helps. Exactly. But it's a lovely photo. It's uh, and and the filter you did is that the the out of focus part that is the filter doing that right it's the lens is called loftus ah, and it, it it just yeah and it just it's it a bit like a lens you know baby. sometimes what's that yeah it's a bit like a lens baby which is for 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 mirrorless cameras or dslrs you you have right. this lens on there where you can kind of move around that focus point and yeah and get that effect straight from camera but this is a this is a very good approximation of that it's lovely, and that um, the blue, that lovely blue that's in it, is from the film. Um, I, the film is DC, I think, but the, together uh, they're a lovely combo, as they say in the in that app. But um, yeah, it really brought the blue out of the sky, and it just lit her. So I don't know, it lit Maeve so beautifully. I don't know. It was it's totally a fluke, but um, isn't that the best? Sometimes you know, it's just. It was a photo taken of flukes, a second. Flukes and, yeah, are, are, flukes the, are, great. are the true winners. Yeah. Yes. So, um, all right. A bit, of a bit of cheating, anyway. There's, a, there's nothing wrong with that. It's allowed. All right. So, again, if any of you listening uh, has more ideas about fads of the past, the present, and the future, let us know. Go to thefutureofphotography.com. You can find everything there, um, including. 111 previous episodes just in case you uh, haven't found us or just found us somewhere online Uh, you can also find this show in your favorite podcast client just go to the search function the future of photography we're on twitter at tfopnow t-f-o-p-n-o-w so love to talk to you uh, over there and I guess that's it for this episode of the future of photography Emer, thanks so much Thanks, Chris. Good to talk to you. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Future of Photography, a production by Adrian Stock and Chris Marquardt. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your other podcasts. 
Find the show notes and more information at thefutureofphotography.com. 